0: Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Here again the words of Moses from our Old Testament lesson. Moses spoke these words to the people of Israel. I speak them to you. The Lord your God has chosen you out of all the peoples of the, on the face of the earth to be his people. So far, our text. Chosen. Remember how important that was? When you were a kid and some game was being set up and you had to choose sides. You had that one person on each side who would be choosing everyone else. How important it was to be chosen. You waited eagerly for one or the other to say, I choose you. And you hated it if you were going, if it looked like you were going to be the last one. Because for some reason, if you were the last one chosen, that meant either you weren't good enough or, or they didn't like you or something, that there was something wrong. And so you were very eager to be chosen. Or maybe at work, a position opens up, whether it's a new position or somebody retires or leaves or something. And you're in line or you're apply for that position and how important it was for your company to choose you. Somehow if they did, it would say that they believed in you. That you had the gifts and abilities that you could do the job. And so it was important for you to be chosen. Or maybe you've run for an office whether an office here of the congregation or in our community or in uh, some other civic organization or whatever. And you wanted to be elected. You wanted to be chosen by the people. You wanted them to in some way validate you by choosing you. (coughs) Excuse me. Now we hear these words again. The Lord, your God, has chosen you. You have been chosen. Not by some team leader, or your company, or your boss. Not by an election of the people or anything else, but you have been chosen. Chosen by the almighty creator of all of the universe. God has looked at you and said, I choose you to be my peers, my people. Wow. You and I are chosen. What an amazing thing that we are chosen by God. I want to look at that for a minute. Let's ponder that concept that we are chosen by our God. Let's see what is the reason for that. What kind of relationship does that mean between us and God? What is the result of that chosenness, that relationship? And what is our response to the fact that we are chosen? Why would God choose me? Why would God choose you? Is there something about us? No, not really. Moses put it this way. The Lord did not set his affection on you and choose you because you were more numerous than other peoples, for you were the fewest of all peoples. No, it's not anything about us. So what is the reason? Why would God choose us? He goes on, but it was because the Lord loved you and kept the oath he swore to your forefathers. Two reasons why God chooses us. One of those reasons is because he loves us. He looks at you, he looks at me, he says i love you i love you with all that i am and i choose you to be my own because i love you so much but that's not the only reason he also chooses us because he has made an oath a promise a promise all the way, that goes all the way back to Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden when we fell into sin. And he said, that sin is not going to separate you from me. I choose to remove that bar- barrier. I promise I will bring you back into a relationship with me. And God keeps that promise. He gives His one and only Son to die for our sin. He raises Him from the dead to overcome death and Satan. He keeps His promise. And His promise is to bring us back to Him. He chooses us over and above even His own Son, willingly sacrificing Him so that you and I can be his chosen people. What an amazing God we have. A God who loves us, who promises our salvation and who follows through with that promise so that we can be chosen by him. And what does that do for you and me? What is our relationship? Because we are chosen. Here again, these words of Moses. For you are a people holy to the Lord your God. We are holy. Holy to God. He does not look on us and see our sin. He sees us as holy people, washed clean in the blood of Christ. I think we spend too much time thinking of ourselves as poor sinners. We need to see ourselves as God sees us, as holy people, chosen by Him, washed clean by Him. Maybe if we thought of ourselves as holy, we'd start acting like it more. I don't know. It's a possibility. But Moses goes on and he says, The Lord your God has chosen you out of all the peoples on the face of the earth to be His people, His treasured possession." Do you hear what you are? You are because God has chosen you. You are His treasured possession. I have a treasured possession in my office. It's my desk. My father, when he found out that he was dying, when he was diagnosed with his cancer, given six months to live, my father, who was a carpenter, wanted to build something to give to me that I would remember him by always. And knowing I was going to be a pastor and I was going to have a pastor's office, he built me a full-size desk to remember him by. And that desk has sat in every office I've ever had in 38 years of ministry. It is my treasured possession because my Father made it, and He gave it to me to remind me every day of my Father and what He has done for me. And I am much of who I am because of what He did. And believe me, I care for that treasured possession. It is very, very special to me. And I treat it accordingly. And you and I are God's treasured possession. Do you understand, people, how God cares about you? How He sees you as this great possession, this great treasure of His? That's who you are. Because you are his chosen child in Christ Jesus. You are that special to him. And the result of that. Oh my, the result of that it is here. Because you are that treasured possession. Then in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, Paul says. We are called, he says, justified, glorified by our God. So that in all things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. God will graciously give us all things. You and I are blessed every day of our lives by this God who holds us as a treasured possession in His hand. He blesses every aspect of our life. He provides everything that we need He has given us the forgiveness of sin. He has washed away our trouble. He has brought us into his eternal heaven. We have eternal life. This is how God treats his treasured possession. This is how you and I are. This is the result of our chosenness from our God. And now, what's our response, Pastor Hosman? Between services, he was thinking about my sermon, and you know, he liked me and made a, a comparison. And I'm going to do it. I'm going to follow our former district president's advice. That treasured possession of mine—I talked about that desk. All it can do is sit there. It cannot respond. Unlike that desk, you and I don't just sit there. You and I have the ability to respond to the fact that God has chosen us, that we are his treasured possession, that we have all of these blessings from him. What is that response? Here again the words of Moses. Know, therefore, that the Lord your God is God. He is the faithful God, keeping his covenant of love to a thousand generations of those who love him and keep his commandments. Or Paul put it this way. For those God foreknew, He also predestined to be conformed to the likeness of His Son. How do you respond to a God who chooses you in such a way? Are you not filled with love for this God who cares for you? Is it not important to you to keep his commandment, to live a life at least pleasing to this God. I try and live my life that my father would be proud of it. How much more should I do that so that my God would be proud of the life that I live for him? How much more is it important for me to conform my life so that I am like his son, trusting in my God who is faithful, depending on Him, serving Him in all that I do. I know there are troubles in this life. Peter or Paul talks about that in here, that we have all kinds of trials and troubles and problems and sword and famine and persecution and hardship and all kinds of stuff. But in the midst of all of that, you and I stand as chosen people of God. God is God, and He is our faithful God. And we can stand there and we can say, Satan, bring it on. World, bring it on. Cause me all the trouble you want. I stand firm in my God. And I know that my God will work anything that you do to my good. I know that my God will, with Christ, give me all things that I need for this life. I stand firm with my God. I face even death itself. It makes no difference because this is my response. This is where I live and this is how I live because I am God's chosen child. People of God, you and I are chosen. We are His treasured possession, blessed beyond measure. Let us live for this God. Amen. And now may the peace of God which passes all understanding keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus, knowing that you are chosen by Him every day of your life. Amen.